Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Bad in Chicago. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA, it's heading towards the playoffs. College basketball, March Madness, it is here right now. And so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest right at BetOnline. It is the spot for all your bracketology needs. So head to the website on your mobile device, BetOnline.ag, and sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming into the pod today. It's an emergency pod. We're going to our resident guest, our fantasy football expert. And also right now, we're coming to you live from on top of the Coles department store. There is a crowd gathering. His family is there and there's police with megaphones trying to get him not to jump. It's Dave Raspoli. Hello, Dave. I will do it. I will do it. <laughs> no, Dave, think of... The movie Goodfellas. Think of the Stanley Tucci documentary on CNN. Tell me who you're drafting or I'm jumping. Your mom Give comes me over. Your top five. David, I got a baked ZD for you. Please come down. I can't do it anymore. Joey, oh. I'm, not, I'm not great and, and wrinkled from having a baby. I'm great and wrinkled from being a Bears fan. Now, Dave, I've known you, Mahal, uh, for a very long time. You're a very yeah. stable man. So what puts you up there on that ledge right now? It could only be Andy Dalton, the Cincinnati ginger snake. The Red Rifle signs with the Chicago Bears yesterday for a one-year deal for $10 million. Incentives up to $13 million. The rumors leading up to that moment were that the Bears were interested in left tackle Trent Williams. They were interested in making a trade for Russell Wilson. It looked like something could be perhaps at our doorstep that Bears fans have never seen before. Instead, we get Jermaine Fetty coming back for one year, five million, and we get Andy Dalton at 10 million. Dave, I cede the floor to you. Joey, let's just talk about expectations for a minute, okay? Let's start there. Let's I, start have with, so, I have so many analogies I'm going to throw at you. It's going to be great. Give me some, because let's just talk about the expectations. It's Look, if you would have told me, I, I went back and listened. You and I, last time we did a football pod was right before the Super Bowl. It was called the QB Carousel. Go back and listen, folks. Episode 124, we talked about who we thought the Bears would be a good fit for and who we actually thought they would end up with. If you listen to the pod, the first person out of my mouth with who I actually think the Bears will land was Andy Dalton. <laughs> but here's the thing, Lo and Joe. behold, yeah, that's the given. That's what I that's what I know is going to happen. It's Thanksgiving dinner. Uncle Steve's going to say something racist. It's Thanksgiving dinner. I know it's going to happen, but it's like we spent these last couple of months telling me that, you know, he's changed <laughs> that, that he's he, he's got some. Uh, you know, he's moved to a multicultural neighborhood and he's really embracing it and, and everything's great now. And, and he's really turned a corner. He's working on himself. It was the expectation for a second. I forgot who we were. I got caught up in so many memes, Joey. How many times did I send you Russell Wilson and every Jersey imaginable Photoshop with parentheses lip smack? Uh yeah, just, just tasty. <laughs> Look at that with all the fire emojis underneath it. It's the roller coaster that they took us on. And let's not get it twisted. They took us on that roller coaster. It was the Bears organization leaking out these things. 
It's pace behind this. It's the pace promise that we've gotten year after year after year. And you know what? At this point, it's on us because the definition of insanity, Joey, is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And right now, for some reason, we expected a different result out of pace. That's on us, right? It needs to be because we knew this was going to happen. Months ago, I said, it's going to be Andy Dalton. It is Andy Dalton. And yet I still feel absolutely betrayed, absolutely offended, absolutely horrified. It is like coming up on like uh, your bar mitzvah or your uh, confirmation, your quinceanera and the rich uncle who only comes into town every once in a while, you know, maybe a little kooky in the head tells you, you know what, I'm going to get you your favorite band for the party. And you go, oh, who's my favorite band? Deftones, Red Hot Chili Pepper, who's it going to be? And then who shows up? Sixpence, none the richer. And, you know, not the worst band in the world, but still, it's a pretty bad band. And it's not really exactly what you wanted. Kiss me. What's going on? Wait a minute. Where's Deftones? <laughs> Wait, I, I thought I asked for Deftones. When we, when we did that pod, that was the first time that I had kind of heard that we were all in on a Russell Wilson trade. Because if you remember, we were trying to really go after Deshaun Watson, too, at that time. Big time. What's kind of transpired over that period of time was that, you know, the Bears, which is funny because the Bears had always kind of prided themselves on being so secretive. This whole process has not been very secretive. You know, the Carson Wentz interest, Deshaun Watson interest, Derek Carr interest, and then subsequently Russell Wilson interest. So that kind of didn't really play in their favor. What I was just basically told, and this makes a ton of sense, is that Seattle never really wanted to trade Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was cool with going to a place like Chicago, so he tried to maybe get the, the wheels in motion a little bit, but didn't want to go to the point of no return where he couldn't go back to Seattle and force himself into a situation. Russell Wilson wants to play both sides. Not a big surprise there. And it came down to, you know, Pete Carroll is 70 years old. And he just thought to himself, you know, this isn't how I want to go out. You know, I'm, I'm not going to set the he would set up Seattle's franchise for the next four or five years because the deal would have been so insane, but he didn't want to go out like that. Now, will I tell you that Russell Wilson will be on a different team in 2022? And will I probably tell you that Pete Carroll will not be in the NFL in 2022? I'm going to say, yeah, absolutely. But this is the problem, Dave, is that we were set up for this, right? And all the Chicago bears fans, their whole lives. have heard about Friday pizza night. That's all we've ever wanted. We've wanted, We've wanted Friday pizza night. It's Thursday. Ooh, tomorrow's going to be Friday pizza night, Dave. And what have we gotten over these years? We've gotten the Kyle Orton burger made of the intestines of God knows what animal. Uh, Jay Cutlets, uh, Mitch Trubiscuits and poo gravy uh, with the powder still in the gravy. You know, we, we're not getting the Lou Malnati's, the Geno's, the, you know, the Uno's, the Giordano's. This is not happening for us. And again, in, in, in addition to that, a couple hundred miles away, they have pizza Monday through Friday for years in Green Bay for just for years. And then when one pizza party goes, they're, they're they throwing it even, out. They find an even better pizza party. They're throwing the pizza out, Dave. They have excess pizza and they're just and they're throwing it out. And Dave, you're right, man. Yeah. Do you want to hop in the time machine? Do you want to date our wives again? Because we're going back to 2017, my friend. Right. This is literally the same situation. And typically, you know, look, hey, man, we buy the Bears gear. We're Bears fans, right? But we're fans, right? And we watch all the games. We do all the stuff and we have all of our opinions. And then the people that are in those jobs and get paid to do those jobs say, you know what? You're just a fan. Sit back and watch because you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'll tell you this much right now. For one, when Mike Glennon signed, we knew it was a bad idea, right? 
guess what? It turned out to be a bad idea. This Andy Dalton situation sounds like it's a pretty bad idea. Nick Foles last season sounded like it's a pretty bad idea. It's all trending in a direction that doesn't make any sense. My, my question for you, Dave, is, is Nick Foles on this team next year? Because I, I, I don't see a scenario where that happens. Further digging a deeper hole that Ryan Pace has dug for himself, trying to get out of this quarterback con- quandary, I think he moves on from Nick Foles now. I mean, I texted this into our Bears chat, Joey. Is there a sentence that gets you softer as a dude than a Foles versus Dalton QB camp battle? I mean, that just ice cold instantly. Guess? I hope. I, I mean, at this point, I don't even know. But you brought up a good point, Joey, that I want to talk about. The constantly being put in our place. We're fans. We're fans. Well, guess what, Pace? Let's talk numbers because numbers don't lie. Okay, especially in the NFL, you have to be banking on someone else. And this is why I think maybe we're keeping fulls because Andy Dalton hasn't played a full season since 2017. He got hurt last year in his minimal start the year before he got hurt. He has concussion issues in his past. It's just it's a reality. And you're going to have to prepare yourself that that's going to happen this year, which in the NFL, those things add up. We've seen them getting hipper and hipper to that over the years. You can only get so many, and then then you're done. You're shut down for the year, possibly your career. I mean, I just I just think back to last year in, in his minimal starts, and I'm thinking, what did you see? Like, Pace, what, what did you see? Because he had arguably the best receiving, possibly the best offensive weapons in the NFL. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, with a combo like Cooper, Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Zeke, Pollard, who's an amazing pass catching back out of the backfield. Emergence of Schultz. Schultz, right? Daniel Schultz for real. tight end. You know, a little bit of a banged up offensive line, but it's not like ours is a huge improvement to that. And the dude lost to the Giants. He lost to the Washington football team twice. He was taking L's left and right. He threw 16 tutties and 14 interceptions, Joey. Is that Mike Glennon? Is that Nick Foles? Is it the same freaking guy over and over and over again? At least get somebody who doesn't need so much sunscreen, who doesn't need PDF 50 when he goes out to play for us. Like, what's going on, man? And here, here's the other thing that I'll say, too. Full disclosure on this, you're bringing up a great point. When Dak Prescott got hurt last year, he was on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And I went out and I picked up Andy Dalton. For all the points that you just brought up, I look, you know, hey, it's not going to be the same as Dak Prescott, but look, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Daniel Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott. This is something that I could perhaps work with and just sort of skate by for a little while. And the dude struggled, right? It was a check. It was check down city. You know, CeeDee Lamb went from catching balls 20 to 25 yards down the field to catching bubble screens and trying to do the best that he possibly could. You know, Andy Dalton did have a couple of good games by the end there, but like, yeah, as you mentioned, they were four and five. With an offensive line, you know, their defense was terrible, but, you know, it's it definitely brings up a whiff of, you know, the music started, the chairs started moving, right? Like Carson Wentz got traded. Then, you know, you see Jacoby Brissett go somewhere. You see Jameis Winston re-up. Tyrod you see Ryan, Taylor. Say Rod Taylor. You see Ryan Fitzpatrick do this, that, and the other. And then the music, they thought that the music was going to stop. So once Russell Wilson said no, it was like, was this their... Was this their backup plan all along, or what yeah, was cu- the plan? Cut, cut to Andy Dalton alone in a room, like and so me? it's yeah. just me. Yeah, and so let's roll it forward real quick. I'm terrified, Dave. I'm terrified. 
There is no panic room that can save me right now from what I think this Bears team is probably going to do in the next month, which is, dude, they're going to trade. They're going to pay a buck 50 over a dollar on drafting up for a quarterback. Oh, yeah. I'm almost convinced. And, dude, I think it's going to be your boy Trey Lance. And and we'll see what happens and all that stuff. And I hope that he's good and everything. But, again, this goes back to what you were talking about. It's the definition of insanity. This is 2017 all over again. Oh, yeah. Overpaid. For a quarterback, albeit one that has more of a track record, has been to the playoffs and stuff, has thrown for 4,000 yards, he's thrown for 30 but, touchdowns but, in his but career. still very similar. Smaller sample size. And get ready, man, because this is, I mean, at this point now, the, the, the blowback from the fan base is going to be so bad. Don't tell me that not at least a little bit of that's going to leak into Hallis Hall. And now they're going to be jumping up from 20, trying to get to 12, trying to get to 10, trying to get to 8, to get that Trey Lance, to get that Mac Jones. And that scares me even more, man, because Russell Wilson was the only blowback with Russell Wilson was that you were burning all this draft capital. So you couldn't get that offensive lineman. You couldn't get that wide receiver to maybe replace who is now on the trading block, Anthony Miller, or a guy who's not very happy, Allen Robinson. And now they're going to be burning that on an unsure thing. And the guys that are going to be taking that gamble are the same guys that gamble on Mitch Trubisky. I'm terrified, Dave, that that is exactly what we're going to see draft day. It won't be Nick Foles. It'll be Andy Dalton, some sort of quarterback X and next year's first round pick gone. And now we're going to be playing this game of are the Bears going to win 10 games? They're going to lose 10 games. Is Pacey Nagy going to keep its job? No, they're probably going to keep their job because they have a quarterback now. And they're like, well, this takes time. Counter argument is I think getting a really young quarterback and having him learn from the football mind of Andy Dalton, you know, just, just someone who just gets the game. You know what I mean? I think that is a, he will really be able to foster the talent out of someone. He'll be like, look, that's not how you throw an interception. I'll show you how to throw an interception. I was going to say, he's going to sit him down and be like, this is balance. Okay. (laughs) Every four games, you're going pretty good. You're playing well. Every fifth game throw for 80 yards and four interceptions. The headline of Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton should be, he's a loser. He doesn't win. Look at the Bengals. They don't go to the playoffs. He's at least with Nick Foles, we, we as Bears fans, which we've gotten very used to, had the magic what if. We were able to see scenarios of like, look, the dude won a Super Bowl MVP. The dude got it done. He can just turn things around. And there was like a lot of what if. Like, what if he's like really good? You know, what if he was better than Carson Wentz? Andy Dalton, we know who he is. We have a huge sample size. He's a loser. The Bengals don't win with him. That's why they got rid of him. That's why they're able to have the number one pick in Joe Burrow. They lost the season before with that guy. I'd rather someone learn under a Nick Foles or a, a Fitz Magic or someone like that. Like, give me someone in the league who has a little more going on up there who's worked with some really good offensive coordinators that we can pull some, like, give me something to, if, if, if the plan is to draft this, whoever it's going to be. And I think you're right, Joey. And I think we're going to have to move into the top six to do it. Because I think the chatter is getting so hardcore. And think about the price tag. Get ready. I I don't want to. And let's, let's be real. We've talked about it outside of the top three, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach. They're like, they're, they're all total gambles. I mean, Mac Jones, they all have like 
a laundry list of red flags as well as the positives. I sent you a link of, of Trey Lance's pro day. He's got a lot of zip. You know, he's got some Josh Allen looking tendencies, which is nice, but also that's a project. And do we have the personnel to coach up a quarterback? The answer is no. We, we saw that with Mitch Trubisky, a guy who, yes, Trubisky had talent. Trubisky has talent. Trubisky could maybe be a really good quarterback. We'll see what where he goes off to, and maybe he'll have like a Ryan Tannehill-like story. Maybe he won't. But we are just set up. Panic to bite, to throw it all there. I think the only benefit, Joey, and I mean truly the only silver lining in all of this is that this is guaranteeing there will be no pace and no naggy in 2022. That's the silver lining. Does it, though? I mean, honestly. It would be insulting, absolutely insulting if that's not the case. I feel like it was fairly insulting that they were brought back this year. I agree. You know, I, I, I to be honest with you, and now that this this Andy Dalton thing, and they're yeah, they're going to try and draft up and and get this quarterback. I'm almost starting to think that like they got a wink, wink, three year deal or something like that that we don't know about. I got to be I got to be honest with you because these moves just don't make a ton of sense, and the tenor from, you know, what came from the organization after you know that disappointing Saints loss in the playoffs was. There, there wasn't any, hey, we got to see market improvement. We have to make the playoffs. We have to do this, that, the other. It was, hey, we believe in these guys, and we think our process works, and so we're going to work on on that process. And this is it. We're stuck in insanity, dude. We really are. To your point with Andy Dalton, you know, yeah, he went to the playoffs. He went to the playoffs five times early on in his career. Never won a playoff game. The thing that you need to know about Andy Dalton is that he made a Pro Bowl in a year when his team went two and nine. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. These football minds are looking at the tape and they're being like this, that we like this. We like this. We like that. But the dude isn't winning football games. And dude, who did we, who did we literally say that about? Who did we say that about for years and years? They basically signed Jay Cutler yesterday. They really did. On that high power Cowboys offense. He failed to put up 20 points in seven of nine games. Now, why 20 points I'm, I'm really hammering is because you and I have been on this podcast talking so many times that in our division, we are a team that cannot put up more than 20 points. And that's why we kept losing. And Andy Dalton couldn't do that with Cooper Gallup, CD lamb, Zeke, like against the giants twice, the Eagles twice, like just, just put in the perspective of the NFC North right now. Where does he slot in? Let's take a quick break and have a brief moment to talk about our new sponsor, eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to cop the best pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of, what did I say? Authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process and for the sneaker sellers out there ebay has eliminated selling fees and sneakers over 100 making it free to sell or flip your collection so go to ebay.com sneakers today ebay the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection now back to the pod third best quarterback only because he's, stafford's gone now i was gonna say he's the worst quarterback i mean i don't like jared goff but i can't i can't not put jared goff 
ahead of Andy Dalton in our division right now. And this also brings up another point. Those last five games with Mitch Trubisky, we averaged, I think, 28 or 29 points a game. Now, look, I'm with you. I hope the dude, he's obviously a good dude who works really hard. I personally don't think that he's a starter in the NFL. There's just stuff that I think that's really important. That's second level, second progression read, just having it in between the ears that I just don't think Mitch is ever going to fully have to be able to process to become a true starter in the league. But I'll ask you this, man. I'd rather have Mitch right now. I'd rather have Mitch than Andy Dalton. I'd rather play with that imperfect, flawed hope of, you know, Mitch gets hot against the Lions. He can't beat a good team and just roll the dice with the dude that rolls out and, you know, moves the pocket, maybe picks up some extra yards and just goes with that. The fact that they could not bring him back due to the fact that Matt Nagy won't have him is another indictment of, of what the hell are we, what the hell are we doing where it's almost like we're catering the personnel to what the coach is willing to allow on the team And I think that there's plenty of skepticism to be had about Matt Nagy. And that's another problem on top of it. Yeah, it's going to be an issue. We need to get rid of Nagy. We need to remove the cancer. We need to get rid of it. We need to start fresh. It's not happening this year. And another knock is I need Pace to come out and just say, Andy Dalton was the last man standing. Don't try and sell me that they saw something because a year ago he was way cheaper. If you wanted Andy Dalton, we shouldn't have had the Nick Foles conversation. We should have had Andy Dalton last year. He yeah, was Nick, way cheaper. If way you saw cheaper, something. one-year deal. Nick Foles was like a three-year deal. We had to give up a fourth-round pick for him. So it's not like they, they saw something in him. He's just the last man standing. Come out and say you blew it. I, I don't want to hear everyone praising Pace because they were willing to give up. Don't put it on the Seahawks. Like, Oh, they, they turned down. We, we threw the house at them and they turned it down. I see all these reports, three first rounders, a third rounder, an offensive player, whatever it was. Russell Wilson opened the door and was like, guys, I mean, you good? What, what, are you, what are we doing here? We shouldn't, the conversation shouldn't have ended. It should have kept going. And if our idea was to move up in the draft, then we should just be focusing all of our attention on that. Maybe keep Nick Foles or, or just wait and see who ends up without a home being the cheapest amongst all these quarterbacks. Like we still don't know what's going on with Sam Darnold. We still don't know what's going on with, with Derek Carr. We still don't know what's going on with Marcus Mariota. The longer you wait, the prices drop. You know, we talked about the bears not making a move until the draft, but see, that's why I don't think Nick Foles is on the team next year, dude. Why? I don't understand why you have to have this knee jerk reaction to go out, we have to get Andy Dalton or there's going to be no one else left. It sounds like to me that once Nick Foles' name was in trade talks and clearly he does not get along with Matt Nagy and clearly he is a bad fit for our system in terms of personnel who we have on our team right now. I just don't think he's on the team, dude. Well, and I think that's the story that that's a little side story that's being missed a little bit is I just don't think he's going to be on the Chicago Bears next year. If he's a bad fit, then so is Andy Dalton because they're basically clones. I mean, they're statues behind the line. They're guys that take a lot of sacks. They're guys that throw a lot of interceptions. They're guys that don't have pinpoint accuracy. 
They have a big arm that can that can get downfield occasionally, but they're usually just check down machines. That's essentially what they are. That's what Mike Glennon was. It's the same guy over and over. At least, like you said, Trubisky unlocks a few more plays, you know, helps out our running game a little bit. <laughs> Andy Dalton behind center. We know what's happening. This can't be good for Allen Robinson. He's I don't think he's happy. <laughs> I, I, I would probably lean today. And, you know, we're having a little bit of a knee jerk reaction to all this, which is understandable. And we're Bears fans. We've been knee jerking our whole. Our we're whole, hurt. We're hurt. We've been jerking our knees for a long time. I would probably lean closer to trading Allen Robinson now for a first round pick than I probably would him being in a Bears uniform next year. And let me ask it to you kind of like this. And this is why I'm terrified about the quarterback. If we, if we trade up and trade a bunch of draft capital for the quarterback and then let's just say we finally get our wish and Pace and Nagy are gone next year, that means we got a new coach, new system, start all over again with this new quarterback. The coach has to actually like the quarterback. It all has to have this type of synergy. I mean, we've been in this now for about four years, and if we're not careful, we could honestly be in this for the next like six years. I'm not even joking around how serious this could possibly be, because what is going to happen is if we trot this out and we do the quarterback thing, when the new guy comes in, the new guy's going to go, hey, look, this has never worked before. I'm going to try and get it right, but it's going to take some time. And he's going to literally do that thing that we just saw the White Sox do where, you know, hey, for the next three or four years, we are going to suck. We are going to suck big time. And then let's just see what happens when we come out on the other end. And now that's now four years of Trubisky, this fifth year. And then, you know, you know, we're talking like a decade, dude. And then we're going to be talking like 15 years since Lovey Smith, right? Which we've never got. We haven't gotten anything right since we got rid of Lovey Smith. We haven't gotten anything right since we got rid of Jay Cutler. All the guys that we wanted to run out of town. I'm not saying that those were like world beaters, but you know what I'm saying? Like all those dudes now. Hey, we, we fired Lovey with 10 wins that year. <laughs> we sure did. Jesus. We sure did, didn't we? And then we said no to Chris Ballard as our GM, and we said no to Bruce Arians as our coach. <sighs> and off we go, Dave. Who's laughing now? Bruce yeah. Arians with his well, And So let me let me ask you, ask you this, though. How would you feel as a Bears fan? Andy Dalton's your starting quarterback. You go into this year's draft, and you draft offensive linemen, in the first two rounds, okay. you draft a wide receiver in the third round, safety, whatever. You fill out your draft, but you get two. The first round, you get a mean, nasty offensive lineman. The second one, you get a guy who's maybe a little bit underrated, who's athletic, whatever. You go into next year, and let's be real. It's probably going to be one of the more frustrating experiences as a Bears fan that you will ever have. Probably like very similar to the Mike Glennon season, very similar to 2019, the year after we won 12 games. And it's just, it's really rough, right? Like seven and nine, six and 10, but could have won. Oh, we could have won two or three more games. And what if I told you the year after that, we then actually do the Russell Wilson thing? That would be fantastic. Could, and, yeah. And, and my, my we, question for you is, can, can you, can you survive? It's so tough, right? Cause football seasons are so precious to fans. Cause they're only 16 games. You know, could you survive as a bears fan enough to have forgiveness if Russell Wilson wasn't a this year thing, but maybe it was a next year thing. I would do that if you told me Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson was a 2023 thing. Because mm -hmm. that's when I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be out of the division. Mm -hmm. And and we talked about this on the last pod. 
that's when the shift happens. Because right now, it doesn't really matter. Even if we got Derek Carr, Darnold, we're not winning the division. We're just not set up for it. Rodgers owns it right now. So this is the ideal time to do the rebuild. You and I have talked about that. Let's do a proper rebuild. If that's where it's headed, fine. But you know it's not. You know it's not. Yeah, and that, <laughs> and that's that's the other fun part too, is because you know you know me. I, I'm a big time optimist. I oh, love. Yeah, you I love. I got my turd shining kit. Yeah, uh, right over here, ready for the season. I guarantee you, at some point in the next five or six months, I will wrap my head around how the Bears can win nine or ten games yes. with Andy Dalton, right? And I was trying to think about this last night though too is and we and this is in conjunction to you know sports fans versus people with the jobs. And shut up sports fans, you don't know what you're talking about. And I was trying to think when was the last time a guy just proved you wrong? You know, think about and it could be any sport if actually, you know, think about a guy that when it happened, you went, "Oh god, that's that's terrible." And then in the end it kind of worked out. And for the Bears, the only one that I could think of was in 2001, the only Bears quarterback in my lifetime to probably prove me wrong. And I don't want to put Kyle Orton in this list because that didn't really work out was Jim Miller in 2001. Mm. Jim Miller was just this journeyman veteran quarterback. And for whatever reason, he, Jim Miller, who cares? He just was the right guy at the right time, proved us wrong, earned the job, won 13 games, got hurt against the Eagles in the playoff game, never really did anything ever again. Granted, that was 20 years ago, but can you think like right now we're sitting today, we're like Andy Dalton cannot succeed on the Chicago Bears next year. And I'm trying to wrap my head around is, is there a possibility that he could prove us wrong? And I'm trying to find other examples and I'm, you know what I mean? It's just the, hard to find. The only Chicago reference that comes to mind is when we found out Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker and it was filming in Chicago. That's he really impressed one. us. That's a great one. We were like, we went, what? No way. The guy from the rom-coms and he was really good. And that film in Chicago. So that maybe that counts. And maybe that's the only thing that comes to mind, Joey. I'm really racking my brain. The proof's in the pudding. How many times have we gotten like an old defender who's like a big name, the Julius Peppers, the Jared, Jared Allen, the, you know, th that, that come to the team and then have a couple of games, but never reprise their their uh, glory and, and i man i i can't think of anybody joey therefore i don't I think say, there's a lot man and that that's what sucks because you know the beauty of support uh sports is the surprise the unpredictability and you know and that's what makes it so nate robinson Ooh, that's actually that's actually pretty good that's actually that's actually really good right maybe I mean, maybe off off the bench you know yeah uh, playoff games yeah that's pretty but, good yeah but if that's what we're shooting for, if we're like, that's where we are as Chicago fans. We're like, I mean, Nate Robinson, right? Remember? <laughs> I mean, that's a, for a small guy. I mean, he, yeah, he sank, he can, he sank he some can, buckets. He could shoot. <laughs> yeah, he, he ripped the net a couple of times. This is what I like to do, dude. And it's because everyone on the planet Earth today is finding different ways to make fun of the Bears. And let's be real. I think the entire... United States of America, the sports fandom is probably making fun of us today, dude. Like we are definitely getting embarrassed. We were rumored. There was a rumor that the hottest girl in school had a crush on us. And over the weekend, somehow we show up on Monday and we find out that it wasn't true and everyone's making fun of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally kind of like that right now. The happiest people on the planet right now are Texans fans. 
because they're like, oh, thank God, someone's stupider than us. Wow, did the heat's off, guys? Yeah, you know, the like, heat is off. My 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 mentions stopped on Google. What's going on? Everyone's talking about the Bears right now. Thank God. I mean, we weren't expected to land Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott and ended up with Andy Dalton. I mean, we didn't do that at least. We're we're crazy, but we're not like. We're just not like at the bottom of the barrel stupidity. Uh, Dave, I got two more for you. Then we're going to get you out of here. First one is um, let's look back real quick. Okay. Carson Wentz, happy we didn't do it or kind of wish that we did now? I thought about this this morning and I kind of wish we did it. I was on the fence when it happened. Again, it at least has that magic what if. It at least has that magic what if. I don't know. Cause the other side of me goes, I want Nagy and pace gone. I think this is the clearest road to that is writing Andy Dalton, the six wins, getting a decent draft, some, some decent draft capital next year. I'm glad that we didn't do it. I'm starting to come to the conclusion that I don't think Carson Wentz is a good teammate. He might be mm. a good person. I'm sure he That's is a good fair. person in real life, but I don't think he's a good teammate. And it would have put us maybe in that, that same purgatory area of, each year, like, man, if Carson can just figure it out. Ooh, new coach, new scheme. Ooh, maybe this is the year Carson figures it out. And that's the Jay Cutler syndrome, right? Yeah. At the very least, and what I was excited about at the time about moving on from Mitch Trubisky was the fact that we didn't have to play with the false hope anymore of, is the guy ever going to figure it out? Let's give him a little more time. Let's give him another chance. What could be? What could be? At least we know with Andy Dalton we know, I mean, we're obviously we're going to hope that he wins football games, but we know he is not the future. Indisputable, irrefutable, not going anywhere, right? So at the very least, we can start at least fantasizing and theorizing about our next move. Whereas if we had Carson Wentz, maybe we'd be kicking the can around with him for the next three or four years. And at least with Andy Dalton, I, you know, this is how I'm trying to spin it at least. Next year is going to be weird, but at the very least, we're not like going to give Andy Dalton a five-year contract when he's 34 years old for a hundred something million. We're always going to continue to be in that market. Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's all kind of the same to me. I think we, I don't know if we'd be as upset because Andy Dalton just carries a lot of baggage in terms of he's very easy to mock and make fun of. We've been doing it for years. We've made all the living on it. I know. It's been so much fun. (laughs) It's been so much fun. Living on that. And now he's staying in our house. Uh, Dave, final question for you. And it kind of relates to that a little bit. Where, where are you emotionally as a Bears fan? Are you like in the space of this is who I am? This is apropos. This is par for the course. The pain continues. I'm kind of numb to it. I just have to kind of laugh. Or is this also the part of the Bears fan of why God, why, why is this still happening to me? Why do we have to keep putting up with this? Why is this? Well, you know what I mean? Is it, is it at that kind of point as well? Which side are you kind of leaning more towards? Well, right now, the latter, Joe, because it's fresh. This it's very fresh. <laughs> I need a week. I need a week to fully vent, put the Mac jersey away for a while and go, I ain't wearing this no more. I need to make a few Andy Dalton memes and send them out to my friends' chats. I need to stomp my feet a little bit. And honestly, I think all Bears fans should. If you're a Bears fan right now, you're either a Pace fan or a Bears fan. I think those are the two sides. If you're if you're thinking Pace has a trick up his sleeve, go over here, please. Go away. I don't want I don't want to talk to you right now. 
I want to be angry. We should be angry. We've been bamboozled. Joey, it got so bad. We were rumored to revive Andrew Luck. That was a legit rumor for a second. That that entered the chat. I know day. that's that's gonna happen every year now for for a while, right? I mean, we we still got four or five more years of that to go. The craziest part of that is, I went. That'd be better than Andy Dalton. I mean, it it would play just, on that. It would play on that hope, just like, right? Ugh, just been eating yeah. nothing but bagel bites and watching Netflix. Andrew Luck, I think, is better than Andy Dalton. Just gonna say it now. As is, haven't even seen him. Don't know how much weight he's gained. Doesn't matter. Still think he's better than Andy Dalton. Thanks, Dave. I d- oh, I man. definitely I definitely prefer that if we were gonna get a Trey Lance or somebody. Who? What a what a mind to learn under. Like, probably one of the greats. Yeah, his body might not work, but between the years, he was one of the best to ever come out of college, and he proved it very early on in his career, and that, that's a that great would, point. That would be someone, you know, and, and I think if that was the idea, then again, why why Andy? Like, that's not, that's not something his coaches say about him. He's not a guy who just gets the playbook and just sees the field and really understands the game of football. So at the very least, we're going to bring in a young gun under Andy Dalton, and he's going to learn. He almost got beat by a guy named Danucci last year, Joey, for crying out loud. He got outplayed by him. Tough times as a Bears fan right now. Dave, uh, get you out of here on this. I think we all know the answer to this, but uh, the one quarterback, if the Bears did, let's let's actually let's play it with the scenario of if a bear if a Bears quarter if a quarterback fell to the Bears at 20, they don't have to trade up for him. If he fell to 20 and his name is not Trevor Lawrence, who do you hope that would be? Your boy, it'd be, it'd be no, honestly, it'd be Zach Wilson. Oh, you'd want you'd want Zach, okay? I, I'd yeah. want Zach. Like if I if I if I had that kind of choice and it wasn't named Trevor Lawrence, I think it's I do I do think it's Zach Wilson. Um, I think Justin Fields, Zach Wilson are going to go top four at the at the highest, top five at the highest. I think we're looking at a Mac Jones, Trey Lance. I don't even think they make it, but out of those two, I am leaning more Trey Lance. He's much bigger than I thought he was. He's got an absolute rocket laser. He might have the most zip of any of the top prospects. And he's an athletic freak in the new NFL. If we're talking about who could potentially be, and I don't want to say Russell Wilson because he's bigger than those guys. He's not like a tiny Kyler Murray guy. He's not. I think that's where like I was perceiving him as like watching him on the field, but seeing him at his pro day amongst some other guys, does have a little more Josh Allen than I thought. Yeah, Josh Allen, uh, like a, a soup, yeah, souped up maybe, Colin maybe Kaepernick, maybe, um, maybe a Dak. Like he just, he just has the most what if factor of all the guys. We know what Mac Jones is to me. In ten years, Mac Jones is Nick Foles, is Andy Dalton. You know, maybe five years from now, maybe even he's that. That's or or, or he's a, or he's a Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? A guy who's an above average, very sure. successful quarterback sure. isn't exactly the ideal uh, type of quarterback that we're all looking for. As you mentioned, a guy that can move the pocket a little bit, that can get be a little bit more evasive when his second read kind of breaks down. And it'll be really interesting to see because you know there was that week or two where the cycle went. All five quarterbacks were going to go in the top 10. And now as the mock drafts are kind of coming out now, I'm seeing Trey Lance and Mac Jones all over the place. I see I see Mac Jones towards the end of the first round. I've seen Trey Lance now in the 15 to 20 area. I, I'm really curious now what the Patriots do at 15 after they've spent a whole bunch of money 
Are they going to be in the quarterback, um, you know, sweepstakes in terms of drafting somebody? I mean, cer- certainly if Mac Jones was an archetype, it's a Patriots quarterback for sure. Like mm-hmm. to me, if we're talking about Mac Jones, like the Patriots are like the perfect team for Mac Jones. They just got two awesome tight ends. That's like, that just like smells of, of Mac Jones to me. We're talking about all of this. And then we're talking about a GM who is really bad at assessing quarterbacks. So what does that mean? We're probably going to end up with that kid from Florida. Oh, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. (laughs) That feels like a pace move. Moving up two spots and giving up tons of capital for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to get him. Some had to get him. Had to get him at 18. Had to get him at 18. Well, Dave, we're a month away from that. And, you know, I think the mock drafts are going to be all over the place. I think they're going to change perhaps the most aggressively day-to-day, week-to-week than we probably have seen in a really long time. And we'll get to that day. And and I, I'm just saying batting down the hatches, Bears fans, because I think draft capital is still flying out the window this year, and it might be for moving up for a quarterback after what we have just seen, which is Andy Dalton signing a ten a one-year deal for $10 million. $3 million in incentives. I want to know what those incentives are. I'm dying to see. Um, it's just... <laughs> David Raspoli, thank you so much for joining, my friend, on short notice. Uh, we had to get this out, my friend. I'm glad that you're safe. I'm glad you're off the top of the Coles Department Center. You're safely in the backseat of a cop car, and now you can go to a safe jail cell and get some sleep. At least they don't have a TV in there, Joey. I don't have to <laughs> watch endless loops of Andy Dalton highlights. <laughs> watch this TV, you punk. It's just Michael Wilbon. The Bears! Tony, Tony, the Bears are a disaster. Louis oh. Riddick blowing up on us. Lawrence Holmes blowing up on us. Ugh. Bear down, Betty. Bear down. These are your Chicago Bears. Wear it with pride. Bear down. Down refers to the arrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Down. Guaranteed rate. Going down right now. And, you know, we're, we're, we're still in it. But uh, eventually one day we're going to look back on all this stuff and laugh. Uh, and we'll be in uh, an old folks home by that point uh, without our teeth. And uh, <laughs> Bears finally won the Super Bowl. Finally got it right. Jay Cutler the fourth at quarterback. <laughs> His fourth son. Yeah, the fourth generation Cutler finally gets it right. Uh, this was an episode of Believe in Betting Chicago. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag and eBay. Make sure you go to BetOnline.ag because, I don't know, there's a little something called March Madness this weekend, and they have a $100,000 Madness Bracket Challenge that you can get in on, so make sure you do that. Thank you for listening to this pod. We got two more coming this week. Thank you for listening to this one. Until then, be well, be safe, be good to each other. We will talk soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 